0: Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Five Minutes with Phil. So for the most part, Advent is a penitential season in which we are to focus on some of the ways in which we can wait on the Lord, that we can, you know, turn and repent, believe the good news of the gospel. But you see, the pink candle week, which is the third week in Advent, which is what we are in the midst of right now, is the joy candle. And it's funny because the joy candle, it's kind of this reprieve in the midst of penitential season. And as we get that little bit of break instead of being able to focus on, all right, so we're not being patient and we're not waiting enough and and we're you know, think of all the other ways like the the other things that I've I've talked about even so far with with hope when we are putting something, our hope somewhere else. I mean, so all of these ways are penitential things that we're getting into and trying to understand like where we've gone and a penitential season says, this is where I can go back to God and understand that laying all that down before God, God still loves me, forgives me. But joy, we have this whole week then of joy, and joy is is something that I, you know, it's a wonderful thing because it's also wonderfully misunderstood. And joy, sometimes people think, is just happiness. Like, I've got a lot of happiness, so therefore I have a lot of joy, and they try to equate the two. Joy and happiness are not the same. Happiness, if you can think about it, happiness is always going to depend on what your relationships are like around you. So it's always based on circumstance, well, I'm going to be happy when, when my family's getting along, when I'm getting along with my family, when I'm getting along with my coworkers, when I'm getting along with my everything seems to be going well with all people, and so then we're saying happiness is always going to depend on somebody else or something else, circumstances. But if joy was dependent upon circumstances then we wouldn't get phrases like, consider it pure joy, my brothers, to go through suffering. Because that would be a complete contradiction to our our, our feelings, our emotions. And we're like, wait a second, I'm supposed to rejoice to have joy when I suffer? That doesn't make sense. And this is the reason why joy and happiness are not the same thing. So we're going to spend a little bit of time today and we'll continue uh, probably tomorrow and maybe even further, who knows. But we're going to spend that time talking about joy. So joy is not a... A New Testament word that—that's the first time we hear of it or we see of it. But instead, we also look back to the Old Testament, and many times throughout the Old Testament, whether it's in Deuteronomy, um, Nehemiah, you know, that they're calling for joy throughout. Um, you know, even some of the Psalms, as the Psalmist comes, you know, rejoice in the Lord. Right? That means to have joy in the Lord, and the, so the Bible's clear that joy comes from God. And and I think that's the reason why when we're looking at, you know, like the the fruit of the Spirit, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. And so when you're thinking about joy, the fullness of joy comes from God, but we also know that it's not just that feeling, because our feelings can be fickle. So we look at... um, Psalmist writes: Let the heavens rejoice; let the earth be glad; let the sea resound, and all that's in it. Let all creation rejoice before the Lord, for He comes. He comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness, and the peoples in faithfulness. Psalm ninety-six, eleven through thirteen. So Isaiah even declares: Sing for joy, O heavens; rejoice, O earth; burst into song, O mountains, for the Lord has comforted His people. And we'll have compassion on them in their suffering. So what is that joy then? The joy, you know, I even goes back to, you know, the Sunday school song. You got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart to stay. And so there it is. The joy that God puts in us is going to be present in our lives no matter what's happening around us. Joy is permanent, and joy is going to hopefully be present, that it's not going to chase it away even when suffering hits. And that's why, you know, Paul talks about consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, even in times of suffering. But no more talk about suffering today. Instead, we go back to Luke 1.11 that says, I will bring good news of great joy that will be for all people, the Savior. Yes, the Savior has been born, and he is Christ the Lord. Right, so there is the moment of Advent into Christmas, and the reason why we sing you know, the, the wonderful, you know, Christmas, you know, triumphant songs of here's Christ, Christ Jesus has been born. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. There is great joy, and it's not just for some people, it's for all people. And this should overflow into all the ways in which we can rejoice in our lives today to be fueled by that great joy and to find that it is a even a great comfort to consider it joy in all circumstances. All right, we're going to be back again tomorrow talking about joy, so sit with those theme that theme for a moment and and we'll be back. So, have a great day. Take care.